Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Karen Pistana of Tennis Panorama News joining us now. And Karen, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I, I'm sure you got a lot of history, as history's just been happening uh, sim- seemingly day by day uh, over in Paris the last couple of days, and we're watching uh, Coco Golf, who's on the on the on the court right now, struggling some here after taking that first set. She and uh, Jessica Pagula. Yep, right now they're in, they're in a decider there, and uh, Garcia and Mladenovic. They are close to winning the match. They're up 5-2, and they're serving its deuce. So uh, we'll see what happens there. You never know. Stranger things have happened. But Goff, who's um, she and Jessica Pagula, the All-American team, um, this is the first major doubles that they're playing together as a team because Goff usually plays with Katie McNally. But... um, they're doing well, and you know we'll see we'll see what happens. Good on golf for still playing doubles when you know she wants to move up in singles, and I think actually playing doubles has helped her. Well, it obviously gets her more time um, on the surface there, and then playing in in, in that environment. Uh, yesterday, of course, she made it to the finals, and that was historic in itself. Didn't go her way, but thoughts about what she gains uh, from from that experience. Getting to the final is going to give her some confidence. I mean, she made it all the way. She made it all the way there. And it's so funny. A couple of weeks ago, when I was talking to you guys, I was saying, you know, a potential for the final was Coco Goff, and that was only because at the time, the person I thought that from that part of the draw lost in the first round. But you know, she she um, took advantage of all of that and made it made it through. I think it'll only give her confidence, as I said. The thing that she has to work on is her first serve. <laughs> yeah. That gave her problems yesterday. And, oh, sorry to say, she and Pagula just lost. Uh, Garcia and Modenovic have won the, won the women's doubles title at the French. Yeah, but anyway, a... back to Coco. Yeah. Um, yeah, she can. the experience is great for her. Um, yeah, sure. She's disappointed. She didn't do as well, but she was playing <laughs> the queen of clay at the moment, Iga uh, Sviantek, who hasn't lost a match since February. 
by goodness. And that's more history. That's 35 matches in a row. And uh, she's so methodical yesterday. It's kind of like a machine. Even Coco said she plays a game that's on a different level. That is true. That is very true. She's so in the zone these days. It'll be interesting to see when she actually loses. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, more history later today. Rafael Nadal going for his 14th French Open title and 22nd major, which would extend his record or the record for majors for men to 22. He sits at 21, one ahead of Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer. But anyway, he'll be playing somebody who trains at his own academy in Majorca, and that's Kasper Ruud, who's from Norway, first Norwegian, to make the uh, final of a major. This will be interesting, as Ruud, <laughs> as, um, Ruud has said in the past that you know Nadal is his idol, how he got into tennis. So <laughs> this will be interesting. It will be interesting to see what it does facing a guy who practically owns everything when it comes to playing at Roland Garros. Folks, we're spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Karen Pastana, Tennis Panorama News. You can follow her always. She's social. Follow her on Twitter at Tennis News TPN, at Tennis News TPN. Nadal gets there, and he's riding a wave. The way he got there at the semifinal, that was on the way to having an amazing match uh, and then the opponent turns his ankle and is not able to continue. Um, they were out there three hours just to play those first two sets. It had been three hours and 15 minutes precisely when Alexander Zverev rolled that ankle. To me, it looked like it must have broke, but um, some, there's some torn ligaments. We don't know how long he's going to be out. I mean, just seeing it happen live was just crazy. You knew something happened. You knew he was not coming back after that. But, yeah, Rafa, Rafa is fortunate that he didn't have to play out the rest of that match because they hadn't even completed two sets, and it's three hours and 15 minutes. They were trading blows like a heavyweight title fight. And, and you know, I figured that between those two that you were going to get that. And we talked about that side of the draw and how severely stacked that side of the draw was, um, you know, to begin with. And a lot of the firepower was over there and, and, the, and the guys that would really be favorites for this tournament. And that was kind of unfortunate that they all kind of canceled each other out. But you figured, okay, this was going to be a big match uh, because of all the strong, very, very strong players that ended up uh, in, in that side of the draw. Yeah, I honestly thought that semifinal was going to be Djokovic and Alcaraz. But, you know, he, <laughs> that's the way the ball bounces, right? <laughs> <laughs> is everything you don't expect with this tournament. Exactly. That's one thing. The French is the one that usually provides surprises. Um, maybe not in the final for the men because Rafa has owned this tournament. But surprises getting there, you know, getting toward the end. On the women's side and men accept the final because <laughs> Rafa owns that. <laughs> anyway. Well, we were watching, uh, obviously, on the women's side, a, a dominant player who's number one and looked like they're going to go to the next uh, major event, Wimbledon, that we got some news yesterday that neither Serena or Venus Williams' names appear on the singles entry list that was released Correct. Friday by Wimbledon. Uh, what are we seeing here? I mean, uh, are, are we... Well, 
what happens usually with the entry list is that it comes out a few weeks before tournament major, and it shows uh, usually the top so many players are on the entry list and say, yes, I'm coming to play. Now, Venus and Serena are not even ranked in the top 100. In fact, Serena is about 250, and I think Venus is in the 400s. Now, they both being former Wimbledon winners, they could easily ask for a wild card, and they still could. They still could ask for a wild card to get in, and I'm sure Wimbledon would grant it. And as for Serena, since the last match she played was at Wimbledon, um, and she was injured and had to uh, withdraw, she could ask for what's called a protected ranking, using the ranking she had back then to come into the tournament. So there are several ways she could play if she really wanted to play. We'll see, because she might decide, you know what, I'm going to play. Uh, but I don't even know how much practicing she's been doing or you know, or whatnot. We'll see. I mean, she's 40. She's 41 in September. Venus is going to be 42 in a couple of weeks. My I goodness. mean. Talk about an era. Yeah. Talk about an era. With obviously. Obviously. And the fact that they're not on this list, she had to watch that final yesterday and said, you know, maybe my 35-year-old self could go out there and, and, and give and, and try to give Swiatek a, a, a push. But maybe she's thinking my, 40, my 40-year-old self, will she allow herself to even think maybe she can't get it done? Oh, I don't think she can't is in her vocabulary. But, um, you know, I, I don't know what's in her head. I don't know if she's training. But I honestly, I really did think that she would be back for Wimbledon. And she still could be because, you know, she just dominates that grass. And the last time she was in the final, though, it was against uh, Simona Halep in, was it 2018? And, um, and that was a shocking defeat for her to me. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. They still could say, oh, you know what? I want a wild card. Let me in. Yep. We'll know that. that. Would she play? Uh, she would play a tune-up. Would she play a tune-up? Obviously, you think she so. never. She has never played a tune-up to Wimbledon, from my knowledge, um, over the course of her career. Maybe once, but normally she and Venus never play warm-ups before Wimbledon. That's just there. They the Wimbledon's the only grass court um, <laughs> tournament they play, and that <laughs> tells you something. They've each won the, the the tournament at least five times without a warm up. So, you know, I think they feel comfortable on that grass. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. That injuries to her right leg, and we hope that the injuries had some time to to heal sufficiently uh, to allow her the opportunity to return to the court. And I know it's something that a lot of people said. It's nice seeing it in the direct TV commercials and everything. Uh, but but be mm-hmm. even better to see her uh, back out on on the court as we head for Wimbledon now. You know what you feel like that Coco does is a different surface, um, and how she's played that. And another player we we'll know about is Naomi Osaka. Um, oh, I know. Oh well, na- the natural surfaces that is clay and grass are not Osaka's friend. She's the queen of hard courts. That's her surface. Uh, but I, to be quite honest, I really do not expect her to do that well at Wimbledon. It's just not her surface, uh, just to be honest. <laughs> not her surface. But stranger things have happened. Um, stranger things have happened. <laughs> oh, but we'll, wa- we'll watch and see. Um, uh, how many sets do you think we get in this men's final coming up here in about an hour and a half? Uh, I'm going to give Rude a set 
Rafa and four. Okay, you're being very kind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're being very kind. I, in. I, I just have I just have a feeling that Rude is going to catch some fire in one of the sets. I just have the feeling. Okay, okay, okay. You 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 you're being kind and generous this morning, and that is great, folks. <laughs> Karen Persane is being kind and generous this morning on this championship <laughs> Sunday morning at the French Open. Karen, as always, we appreciate you getting up and spending. Well, you up anyway, but we have you. We have appreciate oh, I'm you. Up anyway, you, yep. you, You're up anyway, <laughs> watching things, and and uh, we appreciate you you passing along to us. And thanks so much. And let's see what happens. See if Rafa gets that 14 today. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he will. <laughs> All right, we'll be watching for that, folks. That's Karen. All right, thanks that, a bunch. Thank you so much. That's Karen Persane. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.